telling us to enjoy it while they're young. But our days are filled with chaos and stress and cooking and endless laundry piles. Where's the time to enjoy anything? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. There's so much I have to do. When do I find time for peace and joy and happiness when I barely have time to sleep? Mama, it's time for a shift. You can be a happy mom. Yeah, it's possible. If I can, you can. Trust me. I've been a mess. I've been depressed. I've been overwhelmed. I've been to the bottom of the pits. And I've risen. I've grown. I've bloomed. And it all started when I realized I didn't have to anything. I get to. It is my privilege and my honor and my divine responsibility to be the queen of my home. It's not a burden. I'm not the janitor and the lunch lady. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm the chaos coordinator. I'm the calm in the storm. I don't have to anything. I get to. And so do you. So let's rise, mamas. Adjust your crown. Accept your responsibility and change the effing world. It's all in the way you choose to see it. You're listening to I Get To, the podcast with Brittany Clarkson. That's me. Hey, my friend. Recently, I heard this quote that said, stress is the new cigarette. It took me a minute to think that through. Stress is the new cigarette. That is accurate on so many levels. I wish I could remember who said it. If you know, email me. Um, Stress is the new cigarette, you know, because it looks cool from the outside. Someone's running around doing all the things. You know, that mom who looks like she has her life together because she's showing up at every kid's event and she's making dinner for the family and her house looks clean every time you come over and her car is always clean. Like, she's probably stressed to the max, but it looks really cool, right? Until you live with it for a little while and you start to realize how disgusting it is on the inside. You know, if you're the one who's out there trying to do all the things, trying to look so cool, after a while, you're going to realize, you know, there's tar on your lungs. Your teeth are yellowed. It's not as glamorous to be constantly stressed out as you thought it was. Because we're not made to do all the things. We're made to do what we're made to do. And all the tiny things like to get in the way and they like to distract us from our real and true purpose. I see this a lot with my sleigh at home mamas that we try to do everything home management and home care wise. And we think that that's the best way we can show up for our kids. But then our kids are misbehaving and they're not listening to us and we can't understand why. And it's because our purpose is to raise them and to raise them well and to connect with them. In order to be really connected and raise really great kids, we have to have a relationship with them. 
And if we're not prioritizing our relationship with them, we're prioritizing the house and we're yelling at them for leaving their socks on the living room floor instead of having a relationship with them and kindly reminding them and, you know, being the kind of person that they just want to listen to. They want to help out at home because they understand the level at which they love you and how important it is to help you out. If they're not let in on all those little things, if you're not building a relationship with them, they're not going to listen as well. And you're going to be sitting here totally stressed out, pulling your hair out because you don't understand how, where you went wrong. And it's because you're focused on the distractions of a perfectly kept home, of bringing the best snack to soccer practice. Um, The important part of being a mom is being there for your kids. It's not showing up at everything. It's not making the best casserole at the potluck. You can bring a bag of chips. It's fine. Be that mom who brings a bag of chips, but her kids are happy to go along with her. Be the mom who pours your heart and soul into your kids, directly into your kids, not through your home, through your cooking, but directly to your kids. Because that's what you're called to do, right? As a stay-at-home mom. Even as a working mom. You spend hours away from home, but when you come home, you're called to raise those kids in a specific way. Whatever your specific way is. Don't forget what you're called to do by getting distracted by all the little things that cause stress. When you spend time with your kids, don't get distracted by the things that cause you stress. When you go on a family trip, don't get distracted by everything that causes stress. Family trips are not vacations for you. They are a time for making family memories. And when you forget that it's for family memories and you think that you're supposed to be getting a vacation, you end up having a really awful time and you make sure that everyone else has an awful time too. We don't mean to, but that's what happens when our mindset goes unchecked. So stress, the idea of stress leads me into another topic. See, I think stress, it looks cool on the outside but we got to take care of it. We got to get it out. We got to limit those distractions that stress us out because they're not serving anyone. Everything in your life is meant to serve you. Your home, your car, your job. Those things are all there to serve you. And if you're the one serving all of them, then yeah, you're going to be stressed out. You're going to be a little bit miserable sometimes. So let's talk about that today. How do we unstress? How do we unstress our lives? Well, Rhonda Byrne has been quoted to say, all stress begins with a negative thought. One thought that went unchecked and then more thoughts came and more until stress manifested. The effect is stress, but the cause was negative thinking. And it all began with one little negative thought. No matter what you might have manifested, you can change it with one small positive thought and then another. 
this quote is quite eye-opening to look at where's the root of stress coming from because it's not really coming from the things that you think you need to do. It's coming from the thought that you need to do them, right? The dishes will still be there. The dishes aren't yelling at you to come do them. It's a little voice in your head yelling at you to go do them. Dishes are morally neutral. A dirty dish doesn't mean anything and it doesn't say anything. It's you who assigns any kind of meaning to it with your thoughts. So how do we change our thoughts? Well, I pulled out my copy of the Happy Mom Brain to review a segment that I wrote on negative thinking. And I was going to use it as a, um, an outline, but now I'm thinking I might just read this whole thing to you today. So maybe I'll add live a teeny bit, but here we go. How do we stop our negative thinking? Number one, we recognize it. You can't fight a battle you don't know you're in. Admitting there's an issue is the first step to solving it. And one great way of recognizing this is by doing a thought inventory. Or if you don't want to keep track throughout the day of what kinds of thoughts you're having, you can always just do a brain dump and brain dump every thought you're having, not just your to-do list, but how do you feel about the things on your to-do list? What does it mean about you to have that to-do list? Grab out a notebook and just write out those kinds of thoughts. Unless you know right now what kind of negative thoughts you have about yourself. Are you calling yourselves names? When you get something wrong, are you noting, well, that's a learning lesson? Or are you noting, I'm a big idiot? How are you talking to yourself? Are you being a friend to yourself? Are you being a jerk? Because being a jerk to yourself, that's negative thinking. If you want to have a growth mindset and you want to grow from every experience, you want to grow spiritually and mentally, then you've got to change the way you're talking to yourself. Step two, we name it. You don't need to bother with any kind of technical psychology term. You know, some types of negative thinking are cognitive distortions and black and white thinking, uh, mind reading, you know, guessing what someone else is believing without actually talking to them. You don't have to know the psychological term for the type of thought you're having. You could simply give a name to the voice that says it. Um, or you could just call it like it is. Now, one of my chronic negative thoughts comes from the form of imposter syndrome, which I have named all imposter syndrome in me, Gretchen, because she is a mean girl. She makes me uncomfortable and she doesn't want me to succeed. She pretends to be my friend, like she's looking out for me, but really she just doesn't want me to be better than her. So my imposter syndrome's name is Gretchen. And when you call her out and you give her a name and you give her a face, you are so much less likely to listen to her. 
Um, because yes, I named her Gretchen from Mean Girls. And I would not take advice from Gretchen from Mean Girls. Um, so yeah, give those thoughts, give that voice a name of someone that you wouldn't take advice from. Realize the truth. You don't have to believe the truth yet to confront the negative thought. Just know the truth. Say it out loud. Write it down. Affirm the truth until you believe it. And we'll talk more on that in the next steps. When we overcome the negative, you are an overcomer. You deserve to love your life and not stay stuck in those feelings because of your thoughts. You are more than these mental barriers. You are stronger and you will break through. However much time it takes, commit to it. Hey mama, if you're feeling lost in a mess of motherhood and chaos, let me tell you about this thing that happened to me. I was having a major depressive episode when the most hectic and stressful day came at me. I was feeling so broken and defeated. I felt so unworthy of these beautiful children who depended on me. I couldn't even depend on myself. I was sad. I was miserable. I wanted out of this life. Then it dawned on me in this spiritual kismet kind of way. I have all the tools I need to make my life better. I know how to do it. I know how to not be depressed. I know how to not be stressed. Yet here I am not doing the things I know I need to do. Mama, I know you've got the answers you need to. But just in case you're having a hard time finding them, I put together the Happy Mom Brain Workbook so you can learn this process that I used for internal healing just the same way that I did it. This is what helped me learn to be a happy mom. And I'm so honored to share it with you. The Happy Mom Brain is available at brittanyclarkson.com or just follow the link on the top of the page. Now, a lot of our negative thoughts are aimed at tearing ourselves down. We've got to stop this negative self-talk. It's not helping you better yourself. It's not a healthy motivator. It doesn't solve the root problem. Instead, it creates new ones of fear and doubt. And we are not called to fear. We are not called to feel guilt and shame. Your negative thoughts, those pull you down. If they're putting guilt and shame on you, you've got to destroy those thoughts. You've got to let them know they're not welcome. When we set impossible standards for ourselves and we set ourselves up to fail by believing we cannot be successful, we are doing an injustice not only to ourselves, but to those around us. Our limiting beliefs are a form of self-sabotage and destruction. When your negative thoughts keep you just in low vibe, they keep you from fulfilling your purpose, especially with that imposter syndrome that chimes in and tells you you're not good enough for this. They keep you from chasing after the life you're meant to live and from helping all the people you're meant to help when you fulfill your purpose. You are not your own worst enemy. These intrusive lies are. In Mark 12, 31, Jesus gives us the two most important commandments, to love God and to love others as you love yourself. Now bear with me here. This is going to make sense. 
So are you loving yourself the same as you're loving others? I think most of the time we read this as we need to love others more. But if I'm looking at these words, it tells me we are supposed to love ourselves just as much as we love others. If you can't love yourself, how can you love another? Do you even comprehend how? I mean, if you're not giving yourself grace, how can you extend it to someone else? And if you're not loving yourself, then you're not letting your loved ones love you. And therefore you're getting in the way of them following commands, right? Because you're closing off. You think you're unworthy of love. But it's said right here in the great book that you are worthy of love. You are supposed to love yourself and others. And others are supposed to love themselves and you. That's how we make the world a much better place. If everybody just loves each other. All humans are created equal. So quit holding yourself to a higher standard that you hold others. Quit expecting yourself to do better and be better than you expect anyone else to. I know you don't believe you're better than everyone else. So quit putting higher expectations on yourself. Lower the bar. Perfect is a myth. Okay is enough. You've got to give yourself grace. Everything you're struggling with, feeling stress about, trying to do all the things all by yourself, do you actually expect someone else to do all the things all by herself? Or is it okay if she gets help? You would tell a friend to get help if she's trying to do all the things and she is about to burn out. So if that's you doing all the things, stressing about it all the time, you make yourself sick. You need to step back, get some help, take a break, rest, self-care, listen to your own needs, love yourself. Start paying attention to the tone of your inner voice. Your subconscious does not understand sarcasm or jokes. It's not okay to call yourself names even as a joke. That manifests into doubt and fears and anxieties, and you don't have time for that. You don't have energy for that. You deserve better than that. Talk to yourself the way you want others to talk to you. Because that golden rule, it applies to your inner voice too. Train your inner voice to speak kinder to you. Teach yourself to be your own cheerleader. You weren't made to beat yourself up. You were made to bloom. And here's a few ways to work towards shifting your self-doubt into self-esteem. Number one, identify the specific self-doubt or limiting belief and isolate it. What is that one thought that just keeps coming around? That one insult you keep telling yourself? Create an affirmation that is the opposite of that. So if your belief is constantly, I'm not good enough, your affirmation is, I am good enough. Number two, make a compliment list or a gratitude list about yourself. List at least 20 wonderful things about you. 
Three, get in a habit of replacing self-insults with two compliments. Every time you notice that you've just called yourself a name, compliment yourself twice. Four, change your insults at mistakes to learning statements. For example, instead of saying, I'm so dumb for doing that, maybe a better thing to say is, I did that because I wasn't paying attention. Now I know to pay better attention next time. How you talk about yourself becomes how you feel about yourself. And how you feel about yourself affects how you feel about the people and circumstances around you. How you feel about your surroundings defines how you perceive your life. This is mindset. It's choosing to put on rose-colored glasses and see the good instead of focusing on the negative. Because when you look for good, more good appears. You see more. You seek what you find. And if you're looking for negative, you're going to be living a pretty miserable life because you're going to see every negative thing out there. It's the same rule that applies when you're looking at buying a new car. You never saw yellow Toyotas until you bought one. Now there's yellow Toyotas everywhere. Learn to be positive about yourself so you can be positive about everything else because what you water grows. Where you put your focus grows. When you focus on positive, you get more positive. When we accept ourselves as we are, we step closer to being able to accept others too because we have to accept our flaws because everyone is flawed. You have to accept everything about you in order to accept everything about someone else and to truly have a soul connect with someone. You have to be willing to accept the ugly parts of everyone, yourself included. We often project our own insecurities and weaknesses onto those around us. We get upset when we see our own flaws in others. Our inner voice is great at reminding us of everything that's wrong with us, but gets defensive when anyone else, knowingly or not, points it out in us. When we face our own insecurity and we uncover the truths behind the lies, we can see ourselves for who we are, not for who we wish we weren't. Accepting the weaknesses in ourselves is the first step to healthy relationships. Roy T. Bennett says, attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make, makes you choose wisely. I'd like to leave you with one last um, little exercise here. I have three questions for you to walk yourself through. Number one, what beliefs do you have that are holding you back? What does your negative self-talk say to you? Identify those beliefs today. And number two, when do you tend to see these beliefs surface? What are the triggers? And number three, what is the truth? And how can you combat this thought when it comes up? Apply what you've learned. Thank you so much for listening today. If you could do me a quick little favor and rate and review this podcast, that would mean so, so much to me. 
And also, if you could screenshot the episode you're listening to and share it on your social media so that other mamas can find the same episodes and learn the same things you've learned. That would mean so much to me, so much to the whole world. Thank you so much for making the world a better place.